Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Lockdown FC podcast. Today, I am again joined by my co-hosts, Shesh and Shiv Kumar. Uh, we are again missing one. It's just how it goes nowadays. But <laughs> there is no football this week, so I don't think we're going to be missing Rashid. Um, we're really bored. Uh, <clears throat> you guys are bored too, and there's really nothing to talk about. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's like a the controversial stuff right now. Any of you would care about, so we decided to do something fun instead. We decided. Actually, I'm going to let Shivkumar explain this one. Shivkumar, what are we doing this fine day? Yeah, today we're going to be looking at the top 10 transfers from the 2019 summer window. So, we are going to look at all those transfers and going from 10 to 1 on their prices, we are going to decide whether in the first season they were a hit or a miss for their respective clubs. Do you guys want to rate them out of 10 as well? Just, just for like... Sure, we could do that too, yeah. Right, let's get started with this then. Okay, so uh, the number 10 most expensive transfer of the 2019 window was Rodri moving from Atletico to Man City for 70 million euros. Uh, he's been he's been crap. I'm just going to say it out right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. I'm the 100%. I... Yeah, actually, there's, there's no... We can't even argue Fern- this much. If Fernandinho wasn't injured, then he wouldn't have even played. The only reason he played... Not Fernandinho, sorry. If Laporte wasn't injured, then he wouldn't have even played. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's been the player that Pep wanted him to be. Um, I mean, he, he's still starting nowadays. So, he could He's still be. starting, yeah. He could become... He's still young. I mean, obviously, like he, under with coaching, he could become good. But um, I, I think all of us would agree and say that he was probably a miss. Um yeah, you know, you know what I don't like though? Uh, when Pep Guardiola signs a white, tall Spanish midfielder from Atletico Madrid <laughs> that he specifically scouted, every single media outlet goes, Oh, he's the next big thing. Oh, he's the next Chavi. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be the next Chavi, even if he's really good from now. Let's just make that clear, okay? Even Rashid would agree with us. That's the thing, okay? <laughs> Yeah, even uh, at Atletico Madrid, he was always like alongside. He would play with the, with the Coke or or like a Saul, you know. And party. they're like, party. yeah, they're, yeah, party as well. And they're like solid, experienced midfielders. So I think he's come into Man City squad and he's been asked to play a very important role. Um, and he just hasn't been able to, to to you know play that role really well. I would give him a four out of ten, and that's me being generous. I think. Yeah, I guess a four seems reasonable. Yeah, I don't want to be too uh, harsh. <laughs> yeah, four or four point five. Act. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, now that we're done with Rodri, in at number nine we have Frankie De Jong moving from Ajax to Barca for seventy-five million euros. Um, I definitely can't say it's a miss. I can't say it's a ten on ten hit as well. Uh, but to be fair to to De Jong, um, he hasn't. Like at least in the first season, he wasn't played in his preferred position, which is either on a double pivot or like a number six-ish kind of a role. But he he's, he he played as an eight. He played going forward. That's why he, he even got a few goals as well here and there, which is not supposed to be his role. And he played in a Barca team that has been pretty poor, as we all know. Um, so yeah, I'd say it's been a pretty moderate season for him. Um, yeah, what do you guys? Think about, I think it's yeah. difficult because I really rate him. Like I, I, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've watched him like a fair, like a like like a lot in uh, when he played with Ajax. I haven't watched him as much for Barca. When I have watched him, he wasn't that great. 
Uh, I mean, he was pretty. He's been decent, I think, when like like seeing the season as a whole. Uh, but yeah, I think for the price tag that like, he should have been doing better. But also, because, but you know, like there's no big pressure on him right now because he's what 22, 23, if I'm yeah. not wrong. Yes, so he he'll definitely come out good. That's something that yeah, I yeah. I truly believe in. But uh, his first season maybe a bit lacking. But you know, we're not going to hold him against him for like the next ten years. Yeah, if we look at his first season, yeah, he didn't start really well, but yeah, he slowly made the he's slowly pulling all the strings in the Barca midfield, like moving the ball around. And again, Barca didn't have a great year, so it doesn't yeah. really you can't even say that yes, he has been the yeah. poor link in the team or whatever. It's yeah. just so, been an all-round yeah. bad effort. So yeah, I feel like slowly he could improve and make the position his own at Barca. It's also hard to judge someone like Dion because he's a very system player. So you can't really look at stats and things like you just have to, like he's a player that really makes the team tick. So yeah, I test basically. Yeah. So um, at least I'm watching. I, I I've seen him like almost every single game. Um, and I feel like he's had a few off games, few really good games. Um, yeah, probably like out of ten, maybe I give him a six. I guess. Uh, I would actually. I want to make another comment actually because I do think that De Jong is like the type of player where you have to give him the reins to control yeah. the team when he's fully confident. But yeah. he has been lacking in confidence from when I have watched him this season, and uh, he. I don't think he's there yet in his development. So uh, there is a time gap between Sergio Busquets's like decline and his how if De Jong can actually come that role. But I do think he can. So I I would give him a six as well. Actually, actually. I would give him a five point five because of the price tag. Sure. Yeah. 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 Actually, no. I I'll give him a six. I'll give him a six. Yeah. He 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 he'll come good. He'll definitely come good, and that does play a part. So it's a six for him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would be inclined to give him a five or five point five, but then he has started the season really well. So I'm. Oh, we are considering last go- season, right? Though. So I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna give him a six. Like how we've agreed with most till now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at number eight, we have Matthias Delic from Ajax to Juventus for seventy-five million again. Ooh. Uh, very interesting transfer because I don't watch yeah. a lot of Serie A, but all I've heard is that the start of the season he was horrible, but then he really grew into that role next to I think he played next to Bonucci for most of the games, and yeah. he's been solid, astute. And because he's a centre-back, which plays for the Serie A, you don't really hear much about it, but that's what I've heard. I've heard that he's been, like, really decent. Uh, uh, has he had an injury last season? Yeah, he got a big injury, yeah. He's still out. Yeah. He's still out, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't watched him that much to actually, like, think of a number, but I would say six as well, just so that rounding everything up. And, of course, like, the injury, like, it's gonna like not doing any any favors in terms of like deciding, like judging the season as a whole. But uh, like I mean, again, Dilik has someone who showed like loads of potential and like like the composure of like a twenty eight year old centre back at the age of like what nineteen last season, uh, yeah. season before that actually. So he's gonna come good, and he has shown a lot of good signs when he had played before his injury. So uh, that's what I was I heard anyway. So I'd say a six from me. Yeah, uh, I think I, I agree with Sairam here. Um, didn't start the season off really well, but really grew into that role. 
Um, and this is what I've read. He really, really played well um, just before the injury and the, the games leading up to that. Um, the price tag is was is definitely big, but I think when you look at these kind of young players with so much potential and and you know that they'll come good, I think you shouldn't look too much uh, at the price tag. Um, I think I'll give him maybe a six point five um, out of ten. In um, what to say, Delik like at the beginning his high like all his mistakes were being highlighted a lot because of his price yeah. tag, but then as he slowly got more and more experience and how he started adjusting to the style of play and everything, he he seems to be improving. But I, then again, the price tag still I feel like it still brings him down a little, you know, because from. At Ajax, he was such a massive figure. He was a captain, and now over here, he has to like. Uh, he's learning that he's not the perfect. Like it's uh, it's a bigger, it's a tougher league. He has uh, like better defenders around him, so yeah, he has to learn a lot more. And um, I overall feel like I'd give him like a five or a ten. I don't think he's had a great season. But then again, he's a defender. The thing is, it's hard to show off a defender's good points of a season. Whereas you can just show a five-second clip of him considering a goal and say he's had a bad season. So yeah, yeah, add him for five. Okay. Um, moving next on the list at number seven. We have Lucas Hernandez moving from Atletico to Bayern for eighty million euros. Eighty. How much did he? How much did he even play last season? He played nineteen games, nineteen Bundesliga games. Oh, did he start nineteen? Last season. He was injured for last. Oh, you were supposed to, the the thing yeah so uh, I I don't know if you guys remember in the COVID in like after like. Uh, the restart. Uh, we saw a lot of Alaba and Boateng in central uh, defense because uh, yeah. Nandez and uh, Sula were injured. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think he he is like a, a starter for Bayern because I've seen like a, a few Bayern fans rate him very highly, but yeah. I don't think I've seen much from him to like give him like a, a good rating. And he he, yeah, he has, he's he's nowhere near what he was at Atletico and for France, right? Some yeah. of the he was looking very out of position for some reason, at Bayern. He does whenever he gets the ball, he seems to fumble it a lot. Like he's taking extra touches. He's not moving at the same pace from what I've seen of uh, Lucas Hernandez. I mean, yeah, for his first season was I'll just say it's terrible. It was like outright terrible. He had I would say a four out of ten. Yeah, I would yes. probably give a four out of ten as well. Yeah, same for me. The last game I saw. Lucas Hernandez was the Super Cup against Sevilla, but he started a left back. Uh, Davies was on the bench, um, and he didn't have a good game at all. Like if you remember when he played with France in the World Cup, he was going up and down the left hand side. He was really lively, uh, solid at both ends of the pitch. But against Sevilla, he was sus- like he was not- he was not playing well defensively or offensively. Uh, he was getting exposed by Jesus Navas from that left slash right hand side for Sevilla. And even going forward, he barely contributed. So uh, yeah, definitely lacking in confidence. And I would also probably give him a three or a four, four out of ten. Yeah, I think that would have been that great, have they? 
and number six, we have a very highlighted person. We have Nicolas Pepe moving from Lille to <laughs> Arsenal for 80 million euros. Thoughts? Weird one, this. <laughs> really weird. Uh, one out of straight up. There's no <laughs> question. Straight up. This going in. I'm kidding, obviously. Uh, I, I, I do, I do think he, he's good. Like he's really good. Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, but <laughs> did he really show us anything that was worth 72 million last season? Yeah. Did he show us Papa, anything? Maybe those two free kicks in the Europa League. And that one goal in the FA Cup final. I don't know. Um. Yeah, it was the FA Cup final, but it wasn't a good signing, guys. I'm just going to say it's, that. I'm, I'm going to give him a... It's Go very on. momentary, it's very small, minute moments of brilliance. No, like... Yeah. It's like, like the goals he scored, like, you had to be in the position at that time. And the free kicks were amazing. And, like, post-lockdown also, he scored two or three goals. Like, yeah, it's a very are, good goal. Yeah, all his goals, like, if you put them in a highlight reel, they look pretty good. But, like, yeah. as his overall play, I mean, he, like... He's gone missing a lot. He, and I mean he just, a lot. He didn't give enough output for that Arsenal team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also, I mean, with... if you remember the assist for Aubameyang against Man City in the I semi-final, that, oh, the, actually, yeah, the, the cross, yeah, yeah. That, that was really good. Yeah. That was a really good pass, yeah. Um... Yeah, he's just he's had a very so so season. Like like many people were excited when he came saying, Oh, he's really pacey a winger, he's, he can take players on. But he every time he got the ball, I feel he never had that confidence to take a player on and like, get past. Uh, it was always him trying to pass sideways or a few times he would try to run at a defender, but he would just lose the ball. Um, yeah, I just wanna yeah. clarify that I I don't think he's a bad player at all. And I'm pretty sure yeah. you guys don't think he's like really, really bad either. But like, it's just that uh, he hasn't really affected. And to be fair to him, uh, he has played under three entirely different managers. True. And all yeah. three of them have literally looked at him and said no. So uh, I don't know what that does to his confidence, but I, I don't think it would do anything good. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm going to give him a three. I think a three is fair or a three point five. I'm gonna give him a three point five. Yeah. 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 I'm. I think a three point five four is probably fair. I guess. I'm gonna go three point five. No more, no less. No more, no less. Yeah. At yeah. a yeah. moment, he moments he did bail out Arsenal, but like he didn't yeah. do it consistently enough. Yeah. I mean, as a team, also Arsenal won great. Arsenal. To be honest. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, but they spend big money on him. And it's not like he's a young player as well. He's 24. He was 24 when he signed, I think. So, yeah, you 24. expect him to deliver on some level. Uh, yeah. He just did it. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if he does this season. <laughs> Who knows? I, we, we, the three of us know an Arsenal fan, a mutual, like a friend of ours, uh, <laughs> who, who doesn't rate Pepe at all. So, we're being yeah, nice to him, guys. So, <laughs> yeah. just give us some slack. <laughs> Okay, uh, now we move on to the top five. Number five, we have Romelu Lukaku moving from United to Inter Milan for 80 million euros. I mean, a pretty good transfer, I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I, I, just, wanted, did, did I just wanted to hear from the United fans. Yeah, yeah, hear from the United See, fans. See, it's a, it's a transfer 
that works for him. both parties. You know? Yeah, yeah okay. it works for both parties. United got the money they spent on him earlier. And at the same time, they also, like, Lukaku was able to not necessarily revive his career, but then show everyone that he can do it still. Like, people thought yeah, he's, yeah. he's a failure, See, he's a flop. But my just... question is, right, he's really, he's doing like really, really well right now, obviously. I, I never doubt his ability, by the way. Uh, and it, 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 the question has to come up, like, when Martial isn't doing that well, and then United so Lukaku. Obviously, last season, it worked out when Martial was fit. But when he wasn't fit, you had Rashford playing a striker, and Ashford's not an amazing striker. Uh, and now, even though Martial is fit, there's something going on there, which we won't get into right now with the second podcast <laughs> on its own entirely. But <laughs> he is clearly lacking confidence, lacking, I don't know, I'm not going to go into that. But the point is, like, he isn't performing, and Lukaku is doing really well. So the, that question has to come, and I would just like, like what do you think about the hat? See, Nestor, like, technically both are strikers, but they play completely different ways. Like, even when Lukaku was fit towards the end of the 18-19 season, Ole didn't play him because he doesn't fit the style. He doesn't fit the young, pacey, attacking style that United had. Like, Lukaku was, yeah, I would say Lukaku is better than Martial at doing hold-up play and starting the attack. But he wanted, he wanted a new, fresh look to the team. And Lukaku was just, you know, he felt so static at times. His, he didn't have enough movement about him. When, especially against uh, the big teams, I felt like Lukaku did work out. Against lower blocks, Lukaku did work out. Surprisingly, that's where we again have a problem now. Lukaku was brought in to patch up those games against the low blocks. He did work out, but I don't know, man. You can't like, have a player like Lukaku just for low block teams. He has to be starting every game. Yeah, I, I get yeah, that sentiment, yeah. yeah. I'd give him an eight, actually. I he's been amazing. Yeah. The only reason I'm not I'm not giving him a nine is because he botched it against Sevilla in the Europa League so he got <laughs> a semi-final, uh, quarter, yeah, yeah, like finals. So uh, yeah. I'm not giving him a nine yet. So I'll give him an eight. Eight is still really good compared to like everyone else we've had right now. So yeah, I, I, I was probably give him an eight point five, maybe even a nine. Did he broke. Did he break uh, Ronaldo's R nine record at Inter Milan? Yeah. Most goals in Oh, damn. Equally, that's why he good. broke it. I'm not sure. Yeah, so I think at 8.5, maybe even a 9. Yes, sure. He did make a mistake in that Europa League final. But yeah, he still had a very like stellar season. Yeah, I'll give him an 8.5. Yeah. Okay, cool. top four time. Number four, we have a very uh, in-the-news player. Harry Maguire yeah. moving from Leicester to Man United for 87 million euros. I was waiting for this. <laughs> Big old so, Hazard Maguire. The most yeah. expensive defender of all time. The the like the oldest person on this list. Wow, that's saying something. He's still pretty yeah. young. Uh, he's still pretty okay, young. I'm just gonna, then, I'm just gonna say it out there for all the crit- for all the criticism that he's got recently, he's been doing really well his last few games. And even last season, even though uh, he was definitely not world-class, as some United fans said, he was he decent. He really improved their defence. And maybe he was not what they needed long-term. He did the job short-term. Uh, he made a lot of mistakes, though, uh, which we can't ignore. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I have a number in my mind, but I want to hear what you guys have to say before. 
Especially Shin, I think, actually. I think uh, uh, Maguire is a good centre back, but he's it's he's just not what eighty million. You know, you pay eighty million for a world class centre back. Um, and unfortunately for Maguire, I, I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, like he had that price tag on him. He had the weight of being a sort of marquee signing for a club like Manchester United. So I'm pretty sure that played on his, you know, affected his performances. And you could see that in the mistakes he would make. Sometimes he he just didn't know what he was doing. And sometimes he would have good performances. It's been like a mixed season for him. And yeah, I guess Shilkumar can definitely uh, shed some more light on his performances. Yeah. See, the thing was Leicester definitely priced out United. Like, United went after him for two years. First under Mourinho in 2018 and then again under Ole in 2019. So, Leicester knew they wanted their man. So, they just priced United out. So, technically, United it was not like their first bid, but they just wanted him so badly that they spent 80 million. And then again, yeah. uh, Maguire has given some very compilation worthy mistakes <laughs> that are very um, high profile in nature. That you know, it's like hard to avoid at times, but at the same time, sometimes, like um, many times, when he charges out of the defense, he gets beaten. But that's like small percentage of times that he does get beaten. He actually manages to you know, charge down and close down opposition. And he's very, you know, a very physical person at the back. United did not have that the previous season. Like he just commands the entire defense. He pushes the back line forward. And, you know, more like I would like him like for him to do this more often, but then he, he sometimes brings a ball out of defense like on his own. He just walks into the midfield and breaks the lines. So, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so it's, that it's, I, I wouldn't say it's a hit. But I wouldn't I would say it's like a not a huge like lukewarm or something. Yeah, yeah it's like I would warm kind of yeah. I definitely gave him like a five point five. Uh I mean that's me though. I because he didn't improve uh like United's defense and the mistakes yeah. they weren't like uh, they weren't uh, Marcus Alonso to level of mistakes, but they're still there. Uh, I mainly like the case of Pressac was 80 million, but I feel yeah. like you should have never had those expectations for Harry Maguire, even if he was 80 million. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think 5.5 is probably a fair rating for Maguire. I mean, I'd, I'd give him a five. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but that's something. That is definitely something. The rival fans, the, the two non-United fans are rating him higher than the United fans. That's, that's something. Yeah, I mean, because I probably emotions shook my side enough. <laughs> Like and this dynamic didn't exist. This dynamic didn't exist like a few months ago, by the way. Like if we had the same discussion a few months ago, it would have been the other way around. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, now you know. Every time I hear his name, there's a entire compilation going on inside my head. Like, <laughs> all, all these, like, it's like a amphitheater full of all his mistakes. But then he ha- he has had really good games, especially yeah, yeah, against yeah. big opposition. But then yeah. there's there have been like. He's been a target of a lot of controversies, so you can't say Does that on the field and off I mean, the field. So yeah, we we'll let it slide, I guess. Let's, let's move on. Okay, now uh, we move on to the top three, and number three is someone I want. I'm not going to speak anything about him. Okay, I want Sairam's opinion. Eden Hazard moving from Chelsea to Real Madrid for <laughs> 100 million euros. 
hundred million. That is what is reported at the time. Ah. <laughs> uh... I don't know. Uh, he was injured for most of it, so I don't really want to rate him like too low. Oh, wait, uh, uh, I want to make it at the same time. Uh, he was... Earlier, I told uh, Maguire is the oldest. He is not number two and number three yes. are older than. Yeah. Yeah, Griezmann is one. Yeah. Oh, no, how do you know who number one is? Oh, oh come on, Jack. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean. Uh, Actually, yeah. I got, I'll cut this out. I'll cut this out. Just okay. Dude, it doesn't matter to you. Um, That's fine. I don't know. He, let's be honest. He wasn't that good. I, uh, I don't really know. Every time somebody brings up Hazard, I actually get depressed. So uh, <laughs> he hasn't been good, has he? Uh, but he has. Like he's been getting injured a lot. And obviously, I'm gonna be biased towards him, and I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and defend him. But wasn't up to the mark. Uh, but he was injured for most of it. I, I am a broken tape recorder. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I would probably give him a three. Honestly, I, I I might I might might as well give him a zero. <laughs> Not gonna lie, because I mean the th- the thing is we all know when Hazard came to Real Madrid uh, after the summer he was overweight. I think Actually, at that fair, point. Fair, yeah, I I'd give him a two. I, I'm changing my answer to a two. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean when when you're like a, a Galactico for like one of the biggest clubs in the world like Real Madrid, he was like the marquee signing of that season. We're supposed to be the guy to take the club to the next level. Be the next Ronaldo or whatever, you know, and he comes in overweight, doesn't perform well, gets injured, comes back after injury, still doesn't play well, gets injured again. It's been it's been like a, it's been a nightmare season for for Hazard. So maybe He's I can. I, I mean, he is coming back. Hopefully he comes back. Um, I, mean, I like season. I like Hazard a lot. Watch, maybe I can give him a one or a two. Watch but... this space, Ballon d'Or season. Ballon d'Or season, seriously. It didn't he got injured again, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Uh, no, he had he has COVID. Oh, he has COVID. Okay. okay. Um, so the thing with Hazard for me, he was he oh, pushed no. for this move so much. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he did. And then when he got it, he turned up overweight. Like he doesn't care about yeah. the club. Yeah, but the, the thing is, that is him, right? Because he performs like really well, even when he's overweight. Like I, we've seen that before. As so athlete, I didn't really as know. As an athlete, see, um, and and uh, didn't he turn up this season also overweight? No, he, he didn't. Did. That, that, that was just fake reports. No, it was not. That was that was fake. Reports. That was. Uh... <laughs> Let's say it was not. <laughs> no, that was that was genuinely fake reports. Okay, uh, but he but apparently... he had some injury, right? Some injury he had. No, no, no. He didn't have an. Yeah, he had an injury from the. I think it was the Champions League game against City. Or oh, they didn't play that. Something like that. Yeah, and then he he came back and then he got another injury for three weeks. And then he came back, and then he scored a banger. So he has had a bad under season. After after Watch how many days? Space. After how many days? Okay, let's move on to number one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Ail Hazard man, like, and he somehow crops up for Belgium all the time. Like during the international break, suddenly I see this De Bruyne and Hazard passing away, and then suddenly again news will come he's injured. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I mean usually I'd go on about this, but then he's had a poor season, but every year and I don't know. It's just been a recurring thing now. Hazard doesn't perform in the Champions League. He does though. It's just that he doesn't get numbers. But like as a person who's I watched guess. him, so, no, every he doesn't perform no, at the I'm, level I'm that he's just in the league. I mean, it depends. If you want your style, like winger to like have good output, then obviously he's not been performing. But that's the 
we know that about Eden Hazard. He doesn't. He's not an output player. He's more of like, like a creator, like a player that like links up the team together. And I don't know. I because I watched him, and yeah, there you can say that he hasn't been up to the form as he was in the league. But having watched him like for the better part of like seven years, uh, he he he. Okay, yeah. To be fair, yeah, fine. Yeah, he hasn't been as consistent. That I'll give you. Also, another thing is. Uh, See, no, Hazard I has I, I just said that. Different. I'm just saying that because people make it seem like he's been absolutely atrocious in the Champions League. That's not true. He's had some really good he's performances against big sides as well. Like I don't know if you guys uh, have watched this game, but the Champions League uh, game against Atletico Madrid in 2017. That was an amazing game from like one of the best he's ever done in a Chelsea shirt. No goals, no assists. Just this way it goes, I guess, and because it was Atletico Madrid, so you don't really expect to score many goals. Yeah, true, so true. it's it's sort of like that, and I guess you could say if it's been going on for this long, then it has to be like it has to be a pattern. So I will give that to you, but he it's not like he's been like really really bad in Champions League or anything. No, also at at Real Madrid, his role is very different to the one at Chelsea. At Chelsea, like he used to be the main guy who would start the play, would drop in the midfield, he would pop up, pop up at different places. But at, at Real Madrid, um, mid- inshallah, dude. Yeah, uh, at Real Madrid, it's Modric and Cruz who set the tempo from the midfield, and Hazard, Hazard doesn't get the opportunity to, to like you know start attacks. And also, Zidane likes it's... playing Benzema as a center forward and has yeah. like wingers that run. And Hazard is not a winger that runs on the side; he's the one who links play up. One um, thing I've watched a lot from Real Madrid, I've noticed a lot. Of, I mean, is that uh, Benzema really likes uh, operating in the half spaces in the left wing. He does, yeah. Which is exactly right. the space that Hazard operates in and is best exactly. in, which makes yeah. it really difficult for him to get involved as much. Which is that is a big reason as to why he's been not performing well, because he yeah. can't get involved as much when Benzema is operating in the spaces. He's pushing Hazard in front, in like centrally, which is not his best role. Uh, that's something I guess that Zidane has to work on, but I don't know. Usually, uh, like if you build your team around Hazard, I feel like that would be a very good team. But if yeah. you're building your team around Benzema, um, I mean they won the league, so I'm not gonna like slew them. But it's not it's not doing the best for Hazard, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, um, I I didn't give him a rating till now, so I'd say a two out of ten. I just give it two. Yeah. Being generous. I gave a zero. <laughs> gave a one or a two. Shut up. I gave a one. <laughs> I mean, he he took game time away from Vinicius and all. So I mean, for that you can give him a zero. Who is Vinicius in this game? Yeah, who's Vinicius? Trash. I swear on my mother, he's playing mother. against. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's talking about uh, Hazard. <laughs> Also, I mean, uh, I, I, this is not a, it's a very trivial fact, but uh, like uh, the fact that Kubo and Rodrigo shared uh, a dressing room with their idol, uh, with their idol, Eden Hazard, is like a very big thing for their development. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, yeah. Definitely bumps up like eight ratings. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at number two, again, strong feelings on this one. We have Antoine Griezmann moving from Atletico de Madrid. To Barcelona for 120 million euros. Okay, so here's the thing: what's worse, a player who doesn't get involved as much, or a player that gets involved but has been incredibly shit? Oh wait, I just swore. Uh, incredibly crap. 
because uh, I mean, that's the thing I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, I'm thinking. On one hand, you have Eden Hazard, who hasn't been involved as much, and that's the reason that he's been like it's been his well, like off season. But on the other, it's been Griezmann, who has been involved. It's just not worked out well for him at all. So, which is worse? I feel like honestly, I feel like Griezmann's performances last season have been very underrated, and I, I'm not going to highly rate him. His he has not had a good season. But he has not had as terrible a season as people make out to be. He, sure, he didn't score like 20 goals a season, which you, know, you would expect a, a strike of his quality to score. But he definitely scored. I'm not sure about the number, but he did score. I, I, I scored a lot of important goals as well for us. Like I, I, I watched like a lot of our games last season. He would score like nil nil when we were like one nil down. And he, he had a and those were, like, important goals for the team. He had uh, 15 goals and four assists last season. Yeah, I mean that's like it's not a bad return. Sure, it's not the best, and he he did go missing a lot of games. But again, like everybody knows he was played left wing, and what's what's Griezmann gonna do left wing? He's not pacey. He can't like go out and put crosses. We don't we don't we're not a team that crosses the ball to the box. So there's very little he could do playing on the left hand side. And I think his work rate also went unnoticed. Everybody knows Griezmann works rate from from Atletico Madrid as well. Left wing. And back. sure, I mean we we didn't we yeah we didn't but like we didn't pay one twenty million for. And for Griezmann to defend, uh, which is the bottom line. So it's been a very so-so season. He's put in a lot of mediocre performances, uh, where he tried to do a few things, but yeah, he he didn't do what he was paid for at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, um, I'm I'm actually using statistics to back this one. Uh, Griezmann, Griezmann played 25 wait, games. Wait, wait. At Can I just point out? Wait, before before he does this. Martial fan. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. I'd say Griezmann played 25 games at left wing and 18 games as centre forward, two games as second striker, two games as right winger, and one as attacking midfield. When from the previous season he played as the you know it's it's kind of similar to what Hazard situation from being the main man at a club to having play. Yeah. Playing fiddle to second fiddle to, I mean, Messi. So <laughs> that is best. He thought it was best. <laughs> I mean, you know, playing second fiddle to another person who basically dictates the play and you know does what you used to do at your old club. You know, like move around, form your own spaces. Yeah. And you're trying. You you're having to adapt to that other person. Through all the times, I mean, coming to Barca, he should have understood that he's not going to be left wing. Uh, he's not going to be centre forward with Suarez around at the club. But yeah. now, even if he's not playing left centre forward, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's, it, it, it's it, been weird. It it was a very I, poor return for him. Like they were again. I mean, for every single person on this list, you can uh, bar Lukaku, you can just say that price tag made. A certain mistakes yeah. highlighted more than they True. should have. True, yeah. So yeah, I mean, Griezmann is not a hit. As of yet, he's not a hit. But this season, his uh, stock has gone really down. This has been trash. <laughs> what rating are we giving him? What rating are we giving him? Because uh, I haven't said a thing yet, and I don't want to uh, go overboard. I, I'm giving him. I, I, I can't be too harsh. I can't be too harsh because 
Fahim. You can say a Fahim. We gave Harry Maguire to Fahim. What do you want to say? Griezmann above Dilik and De Jong. Oh, wait. I think we gave De Jong a six. No, no. We gave De Jong a six. Um, I think I'll probably give him like a 6.5 out of 10. <laughs> I mean, I've watched Yoko him. Yoko is shocking. He has 15 goals <laughs> and 4 assists. Start that, dude. Come on. <laughs> I test. I mean, okay, okay. I mean, how many games have you watched Griezmann last season? Maybe uh, like I think I guess five. at least 10 games or something. What what all games did you watch him play? I don't remember, dude. I don't have. Like, I mean, a that's the thing. If you if you watch him for the, like, I can like point out like like certain games where he played really well. Like two games that come to the top of my head: Real Betis, Villarreal. Both those games he played as a second striker, and he was unbelievable. Like he'll be the best player on the pitch. So he has had those games where he has been really good, and he's had those games where like you just think, did he even play? So that's why, and 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 his defensive work has been amazing. Like, we, we, we have had problems defensively, especially on the left-hand side. And he's been really good defensively. 120 so, million for a left-wing back, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you, you have to... You, you know, i got to give him props or something at least. You know, he is... 6.5, though. <laughs> like, a 5 is accepted for the 6.5. Yeah, I mean, this is like, it's like, man. Okay, 6, maybe. If you want, if you want me to be harsh. <laughs> okay, I guess I won't say my rating then. You have a agenda against him, so... That is true. So, I am being extremely biased, but... Uh, that's why I won't say the number, I guess. You already give a number. What's your rating? I gave, I, I gave him a three. Give him a three? Well, give me Hazard a two. No way. You give me Hazard a two? You give me Hazard a three? I gave him a four then. Yeah, I gave him a four. <laughs> Even a four is so harsh. So basically, you call him a flop. Essentially, yeah. Sure. If you if you can't. But to be fair, though, I am. I I, I I have I have I have like I I am very like uh, influenced by what he has done this season. Yeah. But even last sure. season though, he wasn't really memorable last season. That's the issue though. There's like for me, it's like you score goals in small games, fine. You're expected to do that, but then you have to turn up in big moments if you're like a big caliber signing or a big that's caliber. True, that's true. I mean, and Griezmann in- hasn't done that. <clears throat> He's still not doing that. He hasn't done that for international duty as well. But we're not counting that. So I yeah. give him a four. A four or a four point five. Four point five. Oh, I mean, if if you count this season as well, then I'll also give him like a five. This season has been so bad. I just I want to leave at this point. <laughs> so surprise, surprise! We have number one on the list, Wow Felix. Moving wow from Benf. <laughs> wow, that's his name. Wow, dude. <laughs> okay, go on. Wow Felix moving from Benfica to Atletico Madrid for. I mean, this word is reported over here. We all know million, right? 126 million euros. Oh, okay. And he is the, let me confirm, he is the youngest along with Delict, born in 1999. Oh. Wow, okay. So, now, yeah. Weird signing, I feel. I don't know. I feel like both this signing as well as the previous signing, they didn't make sense in footballing terms. Like you look at Felix and the season he had with Benfica, such a free-flowing player. Yeah, I likes to attack. A, I think Felix is an yeah. Atletico Madrid signing rather than a Simeone signing. Yeah, it definitely was a, a, a sign to sell T-shirts and you know just get the club back, like you know get some money or you know fame or whatnot. Um, but yeah, it didn't make sense in footballing terms, and that's why I think his first season didn't really work out for him. Um, 
but a great player nonetheless. I think all of us here great feeling. He's been. I'm not sure about Kumar. He's been amazing right now. I mean, I mean, amazing. Even Shukumar can agree. He's been amazing. Felix has been great. He's like it's like what Griezmann did. You know, like Griezmann has been trash this season, so he influences your opinion. And now Felix has been good this season, so he influences your opinion. No, actually, I I I I still have a number which is pretty harsh. So, okay, yeah, he he did he did have a sub pop performance like. I mean, of course, coming from the Portuguese league to uh, another big league would be hard. I mean, for some, yeah. I mean, for people like Bruno, it's easy. But like for some people, like <laughs> coming from the Liga North to like, uh, especially Atletico Madrid, a huge club with like huge expectations. Yeah. Like they expect you to, you know, like a team that's, you know, at this point they're very uh, constant in the knockout stages of the Champions League. They're, you know, they're giving a tough. Tough fight to both uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona, and yeah. you know, I mean, I think some of the yeah. issues are with Atletico Madrid itself. You know, he had to play second striker uh, there. I mean, it, it is his preferred, like it is his good position. But this season he has um, Luis Suarez partnering him, but last year he had Alvaro Morata and like, <laughs> I, 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 I you know, yeah. But Costa played. A, I mean, Costa's playing second field at this point, right? He's a bench player. Yeah. yeah now yeah. he's a bench player. But last season, I feel like he started a few games here. Like, yeah, I mean, the point is, he hasn't. The, the point is, the Atletico Madrid system is not what's good for him. It's not like good for play, what's for him at all. If, if he played him under like a system where like there's a high chance creation, like a Man City or something, he would have thrived. In fact, definitely. he would be an amazing signing signing for City actually. Now that I think yeah, definitely. About it. But uh, yeah, he hasn't. So uh, last season actually was like. It was not that good, like especially the, the, the caliber of performance that he gave in the Europa League the season before that. Uh, yeah, it was not up to the mark actually. I I'd give him a three point five, which is actually pretty harsh. Uh, maybe a four. Yeah, I'd give him a four actually. Yeah, I'd probably give him a, a three point five. It's I, I mean I think it's very hard to be like critical with him because like we just discussed, the system yeah. wasn't for. He's a player but likes he, to have the ball a lot, and Atletico. I mean, against smaller teams, they have the ball, and he still didn't do as much as he could. But against the bigger sides, which is the games you look at these players and see what they can do, Atletico don't have the ball as much. They like to sit deep, and that's not like that doesn't help him at all. So, yeah, I guess three point five. Post lockdown, uh, Juan Felix feels like a completely different player, like with a new attitude and new performance level. And again, he wasn't like he wasn't trash. Okay. He had, uh, I mean, you could say start bad, but he had nine goals and three assists last season. But as playing in as playing in as a second striker, that's pretty horrible. Like, yeah. especially I think he played around 50, 40, 45, 50 games last season, and that's a very wow. bad output for a player who signed for one twenty six million. But um, again, though, it's feels like Atletico, Atletico just flipped the cash that they got from Griezmann. Because they wanted to yeah. invest in another high-profile player, and uh, yeah. the difference between Felix and Griezmann and Hazard, like Griezmann and Hazard in one bracket, and Felix is that Felix has age on his side. He's eight yeah. years younger than the both of them, and he there's still loads of room to improve for him, yeah. and also for Atletico and he has to been. get their refund. Let's not let's not shy away from that. He has been like he has he's improved. improved a lot actually, even. You could say post lockdown, Felix. Uh, even after post lockdown last season, he's been 
amazing. He's actually carried them to like three points in like how many occasions? I can think of at least two occasions in the league and in the Champions League as well. One occasion where he won them three points all those games. So he's been a really good player for them this season. So uh, obviously we're not uh, like saying like he's a terrible player just because we're giving him like a three and a four or whatever. But uh, last season was not his good season. Lost not a good season. Mike Godan actually yep. has the worst season in his playing career. Which isn't saying something because he was 19 so or 20, I don't remember, but he was one of those ages. So he'll definitely like become a really good player. Or he has yeah. the potential, so yeah. He's so, I think he's second highest goal scorer in the league at the season, so <laughs> casually. <laughs> in so, the yeah, season one Messi has been the top goal scorer for how long? He just like casually second highest goal scorer. <laughs> oh, what are we giving uh, a rating for Wow Felix then? I gave him a four or a three point. I gave him a, th- I gave him a three point five. Yeah. yeah, I'd give him a sure. four. Actually, I'd give him a four. Okay. So yeah, from all the signings we talked about, four of them moved to the La Liga. Three of them moved <laughs> to the uh, F Premier League. Two went to the Serie A, and one went to Germany. Correct, Germany. Oh. So, should we wrap this up then? Yeah. All right. So, I guess that concludes this episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this has been the Lockroom MC podcast. Once again, we are uh, your co host, Shiv Kumar, and me, Sairam. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't really have any ideas for the international break. So, uh, I thought this would be a fun idea to do. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Follow us everywhere, Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and the other platforms. We have loads more now. Go check our Instagram for that. Uh, but yes, follow us everywhere. And continue to support us like you do. And we'll be keep pumping out content for you guys. So thank you guys for watching. And see you guys later. Bye. Baby, there's no love.